The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here. I have one of my favorite people in the world with me, Maria Gonzalez. She's one of our clients. Uh, actually came to a live event. I got to meet her and she was the quietest one there by, wasn't even close. And she's just such an amazing human being and doing such a great job with her business. And I think uh, as a single mom, she's just winning and she's doing a lot of things that I think some of you guys out there in the same situation or similar situation, I just thought her story and her actions and her struggles and what's going on would be of massive value. So Maria, why don't you say hello and uh, tell us a little bit about um, your company and then we'll kind of dive into where you were and where you're at. Okay. Um, my name is Maria Gonzalez. I am from Thousands, California, and I have a commercial company. Um, my focus is just commercial facilities. Um yeah, I started in 2019, so I've been working my way up little by little. Awesome. So we, that event, we're recording this in end of July. When was that event? Like that was April? the event was in April 14th. Okay, so April and May, May to June, June July. So about three and a half months. Perfect. So when you came, what was? And I've forgotten because I know you. We've been working together, so I kind of know now, Maria. I've almost forgotten three and a half months ago, Maria. What was going on with your business? Kind of your what your life looked and felt like growth or not growth profits good bad somewhere in the middle give us give us the whole picture of what you were feeling and experiencing um so three months ago before i went out to the live event um i was super frustrated um i remember having the call with you and i was like tearing up um but i was just to the breaking point um i honestly wanted to quit my business because I wasn't really seeing like, am I even profiting? Um, it's too much stress, too much to hustle with. And I don't even know if um, I'm even, I just, I just didn't have a, a path away. And um, it was too overwhelming. I literally was contemplating getting a job, <laughs> mm. work for someone else. Um, but um, yeah, so it was, I was really like a, just ready to throw in my towel. Um, you know, the whole reason I started the business was because I wanted to provide for my kids and have that flexibility around them. So um, I just didn't see the point of my business because I didn't see my profits or anything like that. So I was that, <laughs> I was just like, uh, I need to make a change or I'm going to stay stuck or just stay the same. And when you stay the same, you're not, you're not growing, you know, you just become like complacent or you go down. So. Yeah. And I hate to be a <laughs> negative Nelly, but if inflation's at 8% and you stay the same, you actually got 8% smaller, right? You're <laughs> certainly 8% less able to buy crap that you want in the world. So, and I've also found in business, if, if you're not growing, you are aside from inflation, just it's very hard to stay the still like it's it's certainly for a long period of time, like you got to either be growing or you're typically shrinking. So what made you I mean, no offense, a lot of people would have just wrapped up and gave up. What made you decide I'm going to fight for this thing? I just um, 
I um, I was already working two jobs um, before I even started my business. And um, I couldn't see myself going back knowing that being a, an owner, um, you know, of my business was giving me the freedom, um, you know, to be able to work around my children. You know, like I have my family that helps me, but as a single mom, like um, the majority of things, you know, I rely on and I don't want to be a crutch to them too all the time. So I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to give up hope. Um, it was very dim, but, um, I just needed this to work and I just knew I had to make a change. And honestly, you were just like my lifeline. <laughs> so, um, I'm so happy that, um, I got to, um, meet you and just go out to the live event. So let's, well, thank you. You're so sweet. I, Maria is the best, by the way. She's also, aside from being a good business owner, she's just a wonderfully nice human being. So again, that was a very small event. So we couldn't have a lot of people there. And we pretty much just gave you everything we knew how to give you in three days. So I'm sure it's a little overwhelming. Give me just your experience. Because again, for the people that couldn't be there, which is 99.99999% of the world, um, what did you get good and bad? What kind of freaked you out and scared you? What gave you hope? What was the big thing that if you're like, all right, if, if I could only give one thing, you know, for a friend of yours that you just got back from this event that you invested all this time and money to go to, it was like, what, what was the takeaway? What would you tell to them, if I may ask? Um, honestly, um, I was just, even though it was three short days um, and a lot of information, just by the first night, I was so blown away. And I think the biggest takeaway was seeing like my numbers. Like I've never seen my numbers before. I thought I was doing good. And, you know, and I was just looking at the revenue. But when you break everything down, like I, I was on the red a lot. So the biggest takeaway would I would be understanding, like how much I'm actually making for each each of my, um, you know, people I service. And that's very common, um, especially for newer business owners, is to focus on the top line, which is the ego, because it's kind of our friends or ourselves, or it's a weird thing where we're like. I'm doing 10 grand or 20 grand or 30 grand a month in revenue. And, and if you're coming from a working job where you made $4,600 a month, having $20,000 a month sounds like a lot of money. But if it's like, well, I have to give 10 of that to the laborers or I've got, you know, and then there's insurance, like it really doesn't matter. There's multiple, you know, multi, 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 multi-million dollar companies that lose money. So easier said than done in terms of like, go to profit, know exactly where it's going. So for you, it was A, understanding your numbers a little deeper level, B, understanding kind of which customers were contributing. And if I remember right, which customers were actually costing you and not only not contributing, but yeah. So that's a great takeaway. What, um, so what did you do and how that kind of work out? Uh, well, you know, I followed your, your advice on like what to do next was to immediately increase prices. Um, not on everybody, by the way. This wasn't just yeah, a, a general, just raise prices some amount on everybody. It was, we went through person by person and knew exactly how much to raise on exact person, how to do it, all that good stuff, but continue. Yeah. So based on like uh, the immediate, like the ones, I thought I was like breaking even and it was like, I was giving them money to go clean. So on those, I did have that conversation with my customers and let them know like, Hey, um, I do need to increase your price, you know, in order for me to be able to keep my business legal and just provide that great service that, you know, keep that going. And um, unfortunately, not everyone, you know, was able to um, or they didn't want to. So I ended up losing some clients, but I, I think I, I ended up winning, even though like I was losing people 
it was still a win because I wasn't giving away my money anymore. And that's enough, man. I'm so glad that you said that because we, I'm actually going to pull up Maria. I won't share anything private, uh, Maria, but I'm pulling up her numbers because I'm like, I want to see how it went. So a lot of people, we get confused and we think, again, it's top line. So I lost a customer and we think that's bad. It's like, well, it depends on the customer. If it's the wrong customer that's taking more than they give, that's a good thing. It leaves, it leaves room. So the net profit almost always goes up, but the, the, when you're thinking about which customers to take, I always encourage you to look at the gross profit. So after you pay your employees, right? So if you're like, this job is 200 bucks a month and it costs me a hundred dollars a month to do the work, you know, no, no expense. There's other expenses that you have to take into account, but right now just gross profit is $200, hundred dollars in payrolls, hundred left over. Um, it is a okay. And actually common for people's gross sales, right? Total money every month to go down, but gross profit what's left after payroll to go up. And it's weird because from, if you're just math and you're just looking at it from a strictly business standpoint, which I would highly encourage you to, um, that's a good thing. And if you, but if you go with emotions, um, we can, we can start feeling bad. Okay. So perfect. I'm going to, I'm not going to give any, if I give anything that you don't want me to share, just tell me we'll edit it out or we do it. But I've got, as long as you're original and you're optimized, your income went down by 10 grand a month, which is like, holy crap, I'm scared. But the gross profit you made, what was left over after payroll went up by 50%. So you're actually making more money working two thirds. So way less work, way more money. Um, And if you don't want me to put that in, I can edit, we'll edit that out. I won't share it, but I just want to encourage because I think people get afraid. And if you just look at your top line, you could have an emotional response of, oh my gosh, that's no good. But if you look at like an owner or a person that does math, you're like, so I'm doing less work for more money. Obviously, like (laughs) the more money's good. The less work is the cherry on the top. But it's like, no, no, I have to have that top line revenue. It's like, you can't pay bills with, I'd rather be a $200,000 company making a hundred grand than a million dollar company making even a hundred grand. Cause there's so much more risk and effort and work and whatever, whatever. So anyway, just, I love, I just looked at your numbers and I was like, I just want to make sure we're not telling people like, Oh, I lost some customers. I'm like, Oh, it's okay. You did fine. You did fine. I'm looking at the numbers. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I had, uh, went in cause, uh, Lindsay gave me a 2.5 million number. Yeah. So I went in and entered all my before when I started and then what I have now. And it's just the difference is like amazing. Like I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes. So let's so, talk about, so Hey, that's great. More money is always fantastic, but you're a single mom. You've got yeah. other people that depend on you. Let's talk about your life. Um, did anything change or what changed if anything about how you work, how much you work, how you relate to work stress? Like how did that work in terms of your, how this business affected your personal life and your kids? Okay. Well, um, I think like before I was kind of in denial, you know, um, because I thought I was doing good and making good money. But when I learned about the numbers, I realized, you know, that was not the case. So I remember that we had a conversation and you had told me like, um, you used the analogy of like, uh, when you are taking apart a house and, um, you told me it's going to look ugly, but, um, then you're going to start rebuilding it. So that's kind of like what I feel like I've been doing these, these couple months, you know? Um, so let me just to fill in the blanks for the listeners. Yeah. Cause I remember that story. I remember that cover and that, that place that we got to stay was so good. I remember the feel of every room and sitting outside and it was just, it was a beautiful experience, but I remember that conversation. So when I was younger and dumber, 
I uh, would buy houses and fix them up and then resell them. And you'd buy a house for 30 grand, right? And say you're going to do $60,000 worth of work to it. You're being at 360 and you want to sell it for 500, right? Or whatever you're going to try and do. Um, so you go in and you spend $5,000 demoing the thing. So you've got a $360,000 house. That's what you paid for it. That's what it's worth. Great. You spend or pay someone, you know, a couple of weeks to demo it and smash it, rip out all the carpet, all the stuff you're not going to use and where you throw it out. And it costs you five grand. So now you're in the house 365,000, but instead of it being worth 360, it's worth 250, right? Because you can't get a loan. No one's going to lend on it. It's unlivable. It's not financeable. It actually looks and feels like, oh no, I've gone, this has been a horrible thing. But then you wait another two months, you put the other $55,000 in it, and now it's a $500,000 house. So you kind of, you know, the first, the first, after you've done it a couple of times, it doesn't bother you anymore. But the first couple of times you look around, you're like, all right, well, we kind of uh, really bet on this one. I hope, hope it turns out the way we plan. And, you know, yeah, once it comes together, it feels great. So I, I feel like Maria for a minute, hopefully, I don't know if you're, you tell us if you're still there, if you're through it, but you were looking around your business and the carpets are all ripped out. And I'm telling you, it's okay. This is much more value. We're like, I don't know, man, feels a little barren here. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. Yeah, so that's what I was, you know, I was... um looking back and that's exactly what you told me um it's exactly how it felt like the process um so i did have to like um you know change a lot of things because you know everything is so different but um it made me go be more involved in my business and really know like what is necessary for me to be involved in and learn how to actually slice correctly you know like um delegate the tasks um, so I'm not doing everything myself. Um, but I'm sorry. Um, well, let's just make it easy. Let's talk cleaning. Cause I know you were cleaning. I don't say quite a bit. I know you were cleaning in my opinion, quite a bit when you got there, how you, how you, how is that, how are you, how much are you cleaning now? And how's what changed? So we can kind of, if other people are like, well, I'd like to make that change. Like talk to us about that. Yeah, I was cleaning about, um, I want to say 15 to 20 hours a week on top of just trying to run the business myself. So I still am cleaning, but I significantly reduced like the hours I'm working maybe to like five hours a week. Um, I'm trying to finish getting those spot filled by, you know, the hiring funnel, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I've, I definitely am cleaning less and it's great. So I just can't wait to just finish everything and just stop cleaning. Yeah, so I'll yell at you offline because three months in, you should be out, girlfriend. But we'll, I know. We'll get, uh, you're my <laughs> guest, so I'm going to let it slide. All right. So the big, I just want to, again, if you were <clears throat> trying to put myself in, I'm your you know girlfriend at home or whatever, and you had a, you just went to this event, you're coming back and sharing with me or guy friend, I guess, doesn't matter. Um, I'm your friend and I've got a cleaning business. And you told me, well, I went through my clients and I figured out who's profitable and I got rid of some that weren't profitable and others that weren't profitable. I made profitable. So now I'm making a lot less, less more money for less, less work. Um, for some reason, I'm still cleaning five hours a week as opposed to 15, but we'll let that slide. And I said, what else? What's the other big takeaway you got? What did you see that I can, as a, as your friend who owns a cleaning company, kind of put into business into place in my business? <clears throat> oh, um, Definitely um, how to find um, your people. 
um, because you can, <laughs> for the longest time, you know, I was just hiring people to hire, you know, like if it's got a body, <laughs> it can work. But, um, you know, I came across a lot of inconsistency, unreliability. Um, it was just like a pain in the butt. So I was tired of like, it's like, how can you not just do the basic? Um, so I would say the core values, understanding what my core values as a person is, and then hiring people based on those core values. It was such a game changer. Um, I don't like, you know, I feel like I'm taking people that um, share the same beliefs and values as I do. So it, I'm not stressed, you know, like I, I know I can count on these people. So A, why don't you share your core values? Let's start there. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, so my core, my top three core values are uh, put others first, work hard and tell the truth. Beautiful. And those are so compelling. Those are going to be very charged either way, right? If I'm not someone that tells the truth or wants to work hard or doesn't like putting others first, just not going to be interested in your opportunity, which is great. <clears throat> we definitely want to just keep me out. Right. And if those are what I've been doing in my life anyway, and maybe I feel like no one understood me or nobody gave a care. My other, my coworkers didn't feel that way or the owner didn't, wasn't always telling the truth. And I see your ad and your opportunity. I'm going to be super excited. So from an employee standpoint, <clears throat> sorry, something in my throat. Okay. Yeah. I can totally see. <laughs> Good thing. My job doesn't put on me talking. I'd be in trouble. Um, so I, from an employee standpoint, I see why I'd be wildly appealing to the right employees and wildly off-putting to the wrong employees. So great job, great job on that. That said, when it comes to you, tell me, tell us a little bit about why you're like, it just feels so much easier. It's so much better. It's a game changer. Why? How is it? How are you experiencing hiring specifically differently than you were before? Like, how does it feel different? How is it better? Just so people can kind of get an idea of like, well, what's this magic core value stuff and how does it actually work or how does it make my life better? <clears throat> Well, I just think it's easier because it really allows me to weed out the people who are just there just to get, you know, just to find a job, um, which obviously we all need, but um, it doesn't matter. I feel like where you work, as long as like you work hard in and you put your effort in everything you do. So sometimes, um, you know, people can be really careless. So um, I feel like the weeding process to finding the right candidate really has helped me. And just, um, from just matching uh, with those uh, core value, um, you know, prospects or, you know, uh, candidates, it really just adds more value to the team as a whole. Um, and it creates a good environment. So I think um, when I know someone is teachable and is willing to learn and listen from when I, um, you know, give feedback, depending on their cleaning or things like that, um, it's good to know that you're like, oh, I know they're going to complain about it because I'm telling them, you know? So, yeah. So I just feel like it makes everything easier um, um, regarding like how you speak to them, how you, you know, train them, um, how they get along with others, you know, in, in your in your team, just everything about it um, makes it so much better. So almost a thousand uh, podcasts. I think this is the first one I've had the hiccups. So write it down, kids. We're, this, this is the one where Mike has hiccups and tries to continue broadcasting. So let's uh, let's see how this goes. There we go. One snuck out right, right, right when I wasn't looking. So I'm hearing a theme, if I can get it out, Maria, is really getting clear both on what you have and being re 
realistic with that in terms of the employees and customers. Maybe you thought you had the right of each. And then you, once you got clear on what you wanted and you had an actual stamp standard in terms of uh, customers and employees, maybe realizing that isn't what I wanted. So for me, and tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth, I'm hearing clarity. I got clear on who my customers really were. I got clear on the customers I really wanted. And once I had that clarity, it's so much easier to either get rid of the customers that aren't who I want or turn them into who I want. And going forward, I'll only get customers I want. And the same thing on employees. Um, I feel like you were like, I know I, I I know these aren't what I want, but I don't know why. And I don't know how to get the other ones. And then you got clear on what you want. And you're like, okay, now I know what it's supposed to look like. And these are now super obvious that they're not the right ones. Is that what I'm hearing? And if so, we'll just let, we'll let you finish with this. What words would you give to others that want clarity on customers and employees so they can do the same upgrade that you did? <clears throat> yeah, I would definitely say what you just said is um, right on. Um, it also gave me the opportunity to know who I want to serve because I had clients that were, you know, not the best fit for me and that's okay. Um, I just had to learn how to let them go. And I think that I am more uh, (laughs) stress-free, you know, when you're working with the right clients. Um, It also makes you wanting to serve so much more. Um, But I would definitely encourage anyone that um, wants to, you know, have a pathway um, to join um, because I was so lost. I didn't know where to go. Like I could listen to a thousand, you know, uh, YouTube videos, you know, that's what I was doing before. And I could think, you know, I'm going to do it on my own. Like I, I, I can do it with the, they say YouTube university, but um, honestly, this has been such a great value. Um, I remember thinking when I, I signed up, like I hit the jackpot. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, not going to tell him because he's going to charge me more. <laughs> but, <laughs> could you imagine? But, you say you did a great but, job. I'm like, more money, please. <laughs> but honestly, it's a, uh, it's a uh, knowing, um, where you are, where you want to go and having a clear pathway to get there. And especially the support that you get with like Suzanne and with all the team members um, that you have, um, you know, as part of the program is just so amazing. And the community that you come into and everyone understanding and being, you know, knowing uh, where everyone's at and encouraging one another. And that's so awesome. So I would definitely don't think it too much. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> and well, hey, thank you for the kind words. Uh, not planned and not endorsed. Not, not only do I not pay her to say that, she's paying me to say it. So what kind of crazy relationship we have going on? Um, and apparently I should have charged her more is what might have been taking. Sincerely though, the one other thing I want you guys to get, especially those of you on the podcast I can't see, I think my biggest excitement for Maria is I don't know that I knew, certainly not to the level you just shared, how ready you were to kind of give up on your business and your dream. And the thing I'm most excited about is just the energy. Like there's nothing about you, how you're showing up right now that is despondent or hopeless or giving up. You're like a woman with a mission and excited and loving her business again. And money's great and cleaning less is great and freedom is great. But just that what I'm doing is important and I'm doing it well. It really warms my heart. I'm just proud of you for growing and, and just saying, I, this isn't the life I want. I'm not going to live anymore and get some help, help. And to see you I almost blossom sounds like such a <laughs> weird word, but just to see you grow has been yeah. phenomenal. So proud of you. Okay. Uh, cleaning nation, <laughs> Marie and I could sit and hold hands and skip and tell each other how great we are all day, but you don't need, you, you're not interested in that. Hopefully you guys 
got some value. If you want more help, growmycleaningcovered.com, tons of free resources. And uh, if you're not getting the results that you want just from the podcast, reach out, let us know. We'll see if we can't help you. Best, you know, we're here for you. We're here for you. Talk soon. See ya. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.